In this next piece of Vesilihot, we now reach a paragraph that we are very familiar with. This is the paragraph about God sitting on His throne of mercy. He behaves in a way of abundance of kindness towards us. He pardons the sins of his nation and he passes over them and forgives them one by one. What does this mean exactly that God forgives and pardons sins one by one? So before we continue on in this paragraph, we have to understand what this means. That Abam explains in Hilchot Teshuvah, chapter 3, halacha number 5, he says that when God is weighing man's merits versus his sins, his first two are not counted. And we now weigh his merits versus his iniquity and sins from the third one and on. If now the person sins from number three and on are more than his merits, then we even count the first two that we originally did not count. But then if God finds that after the first two, that a person's merits are greater than his sins, then a person's sins are canceled, rishon, rishon, one by one. Because now, this quote-unquote third sin is the first sin. That gets deleted. Number four becomes number one. That gets deleted. Called ma'avir yishon Now, what is the real meaning of this system? Right? It sounds a bit childish and babyish to say it's weighed in this way. And I saw a very nice explanation that mentions this idea of ma'avir yishon yishon is that there's no possibility that a person doesn't sin. Right? We keep speaking about in this paragraph, He's abundant in his forgiveness to those that sinned and are negligent. And he's He does righteousness with every creature, with every human being who has spirit in him or in her. He doesn't behave with them according to their wickedness. Meaning, a person cannot not sin. So, therefore what? So, what kind of mitzvot are there? Mitzvot aseh and lota aseh. So it has to be a person is going to transgress a positive commitment and a negative commitment. There are your first two that are negated. After that, God gives us a chance to see, did this person try to change his or her ways after those first two errors? Or is the person out of their own will wanting to continue to act in this evil way? And therefore, if a person's uh, evil actions and sins overcome the rest of his or her merits, then the first two count. Because then the first two were also done out of a personal willingness to say, I want to sin and I'll go in my evil ways. But if a person wants to choose otherwise and say, no, after the first two happen, I'm going to change myself. I'm to get closer to God. I'm going to impact myself 
positively and improve myself towards God, then a person's sins are therefore pardoned. And therefore we continue here. El, God, Teach us the ways of the 30 midot. To remember, Remember for us the day in which you told Moshe Rabbeinu, that you told Moshe Rabbeinu, that you passed over Moshe, of Moshe, and God called out, what? These 13 midot. As it says in your Torah, that God came down in this cloud, he stood with Moshe there, and he called out in his own name, explaining to Moshe who he was as patient, as forgiving, as understanding about people's faults, to allow us the possibility to realize, yes, we've sinned, but now allowing us to turn back from our evil ways and turn towards God. That we can even utter these words that you yourself told to Moshe and Sinai, and therefore asking us to teach us how we could connect with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this way that He will be compassionate to us. So again, this Rishon Rishon, Ma'avi Rishon Rishon, not being as much as a point system to weigh our merits versus our sins, but more, were you trying to fix those sins that you started with and learning from them to turn away from them towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu? In our next recording, we will look into what are the 13 midot of Rahamim? What exactly were those 13 attributes that God Himself told to Moshe Rabbeinu? So we can understand more about these 13 attributes of mercy. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.